So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rematches Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. But then you can't you can't put that on the podcast because then it makes it premeditated and that doesn't go over very well. Nah. Just like murder. Oh, <laughs> does Laos not have a beard? Uh, no, Laos he doesn't. Does not have a beard. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he covered his face. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. Well, Hi, Ashley. He's probably changing a diaper when the Battlefield release dropped today. That's true. He's changed it. He's taking care of his own drops and releases. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a piece of foam on my glass in the shape of an R. That's cool. Babe, bring the phone. Babe, the meatloaf. Hurry, hurry, bring it. Uh, I can see that. That's This is very interesting podcasting. I've drank some of the Christmas tree water. Well, oh. perhaps you can give us the Kessel run. Oh, we did it again. 12 parsecs or less. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's um, a parsec again? You've got gas. <laughs> That's it. And it says sign DP. <laughs> banging it out on the No Man's Sky uh, new Jesus update. Christ. <laughs> what the hell? Toshi Station speculation. Nailed it first time, Miles. <laughs> on, on Lobot oh. or on the movie? Solo. Oh Tashi Station oh. speculation. Solo speculation. <laughs> That's on Lobot, actually. I want to hear those first. No. <laughs> you got to touch your SNES just to see if you're alive, <laughs> man. Jesus. God. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Craft brews and geek news. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, craft beer. My name is Donnie, and this is the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News, where we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. I am joined this evening by Mr. Lousman and a ghost. How are you, sir? I'm good. That's not a ghost. That is a sale <laughs> for my kayak. Okay. I just realized kayak it was on frame. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Sorry. it's holding in there. I think you'll be all right. Yep. It's okay. we're all good. Full all right. steam ahead. <laughs> okay, good. The secondary member of the cast this evening is Mr. Orion Broodboy813. How are you this evening, sir? I'm doing great. Now that I saw the R on the side of my glass, I'm I'm actually doing pretty good. Yes, and if you paid attention to the uh, quick hits here before the episode started, I'm sure I featured that in there. At least, hopefully, Ooh. I was able to edit that in. I don't know. Yes, you will. <laughs> All right. We've got a stiff agenda here ahead of us, but we always start off Jeez. this show. <laughs> Jesus we always, Christ. We always start, <laughs> so hard. start off the show with a, uh, with a little famous segment we call, What Are You Drinking? What Are You Going to Drink? And uh, I've got an oldie but a goodie, and, and I think I've shared this in recent episodes, but is anybody want to kick us off ryan laos did you guys have anything interesting um i actually got to fulfill one of the things that i've always wanted to fulfill mm. um so which is I, which is when i was inadvertently unable to drink the other day i featured this little sierra nevada bfd oh yeah so excited about it and then so sad at the same time because i couldn't actually enjoy it and now i bought two again for today so all um, right yeah, Sierra Nevada BFD, the so you, casually, uh, casually crushable uh, beer for drinking. Because you, you had you debuted that little puppy on the episode sixty-seven, our last episode. This is episode officially sixty-eight. If anybody catch the interim there, we had a we had a bit of a spoiler and a news announcement. But um, this one is our official sixty-eight. So please do go on, sir. Um, it is exactly what it says on the side. So if you're a fan of Sierra Nevada, um, right in your wheelhouse. Uh, it is quite literally a beer for drinking just like the bfd acronym does uh, suggest there um fantastic it's really good i could have five maybe six of these and be just happy as a clam in a bar somewhere i mean after five or six of those are they 16s or 22s i'm sure you would be happy as a clam actually funny that you mentioned that uh these are again uh you'd notice this from the last episode but these are 19.2 flu (laughs) these are quite literally the big boys um so uh, just a 
a great casual little beer. Uh, huge fan, uh, you know. And right now, my seven, my local Seven Eleven was doing a two for five on these, which that's a bargain all day. So it's a pretty good deal. I thought you may have gotten it in part by our unofficial sponsorship with Sierra Nevada. Uh, no, I'm still waiting for those in the mail. I oh, stand okay. by the mailbox about one hour a day waiting oh. for those. Yep, time will spend. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, one day it'll pay out. Absolutely. Mr. Rye Guy, what did you bring this evening? Yeah, so before I share what I actually got into, I am drinking uh, a, my jalapeno IPA that is on draft again at my house, and I, I absolutely love it. But I wanted to drop a line because I was at the um, Temple Terrace uh Brewfest this past weekend, and Tim from Craft Life did a fantastic job on a New England style IPA, and I really wish I was drinking that right now. It's called Cloudy Days. So if you've not had it and you're in the Bay Area, you have to go to Craft Life and really try that beer. What I did bring to the table tonight, though, is Alcatraz Brewing 2X IPA or two times IPA. It's got eight or eight percent ABV, comes in at a hundred IBU, and it's uh, it's it's different. And uh, so hopefully, I'm coming across clearly. My voice is kind of shot. It's a long day, uh, but it's made with Cascade, Willamette, and Cluster hops. And it gives a sort of Douglas fir and grapefruit. I'm not really sure what Douglas fir is, but that's on their website. So I'm kind of reading that. And then you definitely get a lot of grapefruit flavor. So it's it's really refreshing. Um, Have you ever tried very... a pine tree? Sorry to interrupt you. Yes. That's a Douglas I've, fir. I've, I've never Christmas licked tree. one. <laughs> yeah, you should... drank a Christmas tree. That's actually, I've brewed with that before. And by brewed with that, mean I've drank some of the Christmas tree water. It's very good, actually. It's it. I really like it. Um it's got a little more malt kick that comes through, which is nice kind of balancing out with the hops. So I, I really like this IPA. It's not all hop, if that makes sense. I know it comes in at 100 IBU, but it's not all there in the, in the hop uh, you know, presence. It's, it's, it's also got malt to it too. So it's a malt forward IPA, in my opinion. Very, very delicious. If you've never had it, definitely go grab it. So um, yeah. yeah. The piney, the piney flavor is what they describe a lot of the really strong. And I think, I think it is a particular strain of hops. If it's, I don't know what you mentioned, if it's Cascade or whatever. Cascade. Yeah, some of them are really piney. And that's, that's cool if you like that flavor. But the malt factor should kick that down a bit and play with it. So that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And anything that starts with a C, fun fact, uh, hop-wise, will always have a citrusy, piney taste. So this time they use Cascade and Cluster. So there's two really citrusy and piney sort of hop uh, presence there. So yeah, it's really good. Very good. Well, the beer I brought this evening again, we've had it. We've, I've shared it before. We've had it before. My liquor store nearby just happens to carry this. I don't know what happened, but they still have pallets of this uh, six pack of the Abita Mardi Gras uh, Bach for three ninety nine, <laughs> which is a fantastic deal uh, for six of these bad boys. I love them just because they're a drinkable Bach, and it's been so hot and rainy here. Like when it's when you're inside watching a movie, looking outside, seeing the gray, nasty weather, there's something about like a Bach or like a, a Porter or Stouts that just like tastes good. I don't know what it is or if it's just the flavor and mixed with the dreary outside, but um, heavy body, very malt forward, um, very drinkable. I, I find it to be, it's got like seven and a half percent, which is, uh, which is quite the kicker, but it's just a delicious all around beer. So I've really enjoyed it. And I saw it again as we were preparing for this and I thought I'd pick up another six pack, but I do have one more beer to talk about. In addition to the to the Mardi Gras from Abita, um, Ryan, I finally did it. I did take one step in the direction of our man versus machine battle. And yeah. I went, I went, yep, our great friends at Pico Brew. I reached out and I actually got a custom made beer just for me that I'm going to convert into the lipstick on a zombie pig. Ooh. And we will try. This is actually so the, the recipe, the base recipe is a, an American pale ale, which is exactly what I believe uh, Lakeland Brewery actually had for their base. And then it's a um, this one comes out, it should average about 7, 7.2, 7.5 of an ABV, but the IBUs are going to be extremely low. It's about 15 IBUs, which is not a lot. So it won't be bitter at all. In fact, the description of this is going to be cedar herb, uh, pine highlight with a high strength amber pale ale that is firm bodied and sweet. So I thought that kind of lineup would actually be pretty good. And Ryan, I actually have the grain bill in front of me that we can compare. And I don't know if you'll be able to read these off and, and think through what this might taste like, but I'm envisioning uh, that it will come out very much like a standard pale ale. And then I'm going to secondary okay. ferment the uh, strawberry 
uh, basil and a, a slight black pepper uh, just to see what it what it comes out with in secondary. But um, the grain bill, it's seven and a half ounces of Vienna malt. Remember, this is for a one point three gallon batch, so it's it's about a, a less than a fifth of what you're you know, or roughly a fifth of what you're dealing with mm -hmm. um, on the bigger batches. But it's got seven and a half Vienna malt, um, fifty two ounces of Maris Otter Ale malt. Have you heard of that before? Maris, maybe? Uh, Mar Maris, Otter, Maris Otter Crisp? It, it just said Maris Otter yeah. Ale malt. I don't know. It's probably the same thing. I've brewed with it a couple of times. Uh, I've been on a two-row kick for the last five months, but yeah, and, it's, a, and two, that's a good, that's a good malt too. Well, two row is the standard for most of these, um, the beers that, that you can brew yourself, but I wanted to try it a little bit differently. So I Googled some recipes and I found some other bases for pay for American pale ales that started with that particular strand of, of or that type of grain. So I really wanted to try that out. And then here's the kicker, uh, about 15 ounces of wheat malt. Mm. Of, uh, so what this is, it's basically 10% Vienna, um, about 60%. Well, about 70% Maris Otter, and then it's about 20%, if that math adds up correctly, the wheat. So it should it should balance out to a pretty, pretty nice beer. Um, then I use the Saze hops, no dry hopping, and, and no, no. Um, well, there is hops in it. There's Northern Brewer, a 0.2 of an ounce, and then the Saze hops, 0.2 of an ounce for a 1.3 liter batch or gallon batch, which is roughly 0. 0.4, you know, half an ounce complete for 1.3 three gallons so hopefully it comes out not very hoppy but still tastes like a pale ale then we'll get that sweetness from the strawberry that that interesting flavor from the basil and then that little hint of black pepper so i'll, I'll keep you updated but that's what i'm going to drink to, to complement this question i'm still working on my sources to see what i can do in terms of a uh perhaps uh, i need that recipe i need that recipe son i'm i'm trying to get the receipt uh don't you worry um i'm, I'm i got my fingers in all of this uh, i'm trying to figure it out so all right well ryan do you have anything else on the agenda i know you've got a big beer fest next month but is anything else coming up in the what you would drink section actually donnie yes uh, as a matter of fact i would definitely like to go to craft life so i had it last weekend at the temple terrace Cra uh, craft beer fest and uh, Tim from Craft Life did an excellent job on the New England style IPA. He calls it Cloudy Days. It's not a it's 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 definitely cloudy, but it's not a juice fruit sort of like it, it doesn't taste like beer that you just put orange juice into. It it's very uh, juicy with the flavors from the hops and and everything there, but it's it's definitely just clean and crisp and refreshing. I probably had it like eighteen times. Uh, at the at the brewfest, I just kept going back for more. So uh, definitely want to try that again. And again, it's at Craft Life in Land of Lakes. Tim does an excellent job brewing his beers. Very organic with his methods, and it's just a great beer. So thanks for asking, Donnie. Absolutely, Ryan. And speaking of Tim's, I met up with our good buddy, Mr. Shackton, Tim Shackton from Ulele Brewing today, actually, just randomly. He was down there at the area, walked around the side, and he came walking out. And I said, Tim. And he said, hey, buddy. So we caught up a little bit, but it's been a while since Mr. Tim and I have reunited. He was not at Temple Terrace, but um, he said, you know, man, I'm just, he's so busy because they put in a bunch of, uh, they put in the Armature Works downtown Tampa, which means his traffic, his foot traffic is now like doubled, if not tripled, um, just since they've opened, uh, you know, the first month of this year, January. So uh, it's been a busy time for them, but it's, he's always a good dude. He reminds me a lot of Chris from, from uh, 610, just a wealth mm -hmm. of knowledge, happy to talk to you, happy to share all he's got. So he, he's like, come on in and have a beer. I'm like, no, no, Tim, can't, I'm working, gotta, gotta get back to it, but just want to say hi. <laughs> so <laughs> Nice. Yeah, he's a good dude. But speaking of the Temple Terrace Crap Beer Fest, you were flying solo, no pun intended with the movie that comes out tomorrow, mm -hmm. we're flying solo um, at the Temple Terrace Crap Beer Fest, of course, with Ashley and some of our crew there and our good friends at Brew. But can you give us a five, ten minute um, recap of what happened, the good beers you saw, any kind of news or updates or anything <clears throat> fun that we should share? I know that for a fact the Rotary Club sold out of tickets, which is phenomenal, huge win for them, a lot of financial uh, gain for them and the charities they support and the good work they do. So all that good news, man, I'm sure you've got something. I know it's a bit rainy, but please give us a, give us a five, five or ten minute recap. Yeah, perhaps. Well, well, perhaps you can give us the Kessel Run. Oh, we did it again. Twelve parts less. Go ahead. 
Sorry. <laughs> What's the um, parsec again? I'm yeah. sorry. So the, the entire event was fantastic. Um, everybody that was out there, it felt like I kind of knew them already, um, which was nice. Uh, you know, going to an event where you where you know people is really cool. Um, Tim from Craftlike was there. Mike from uh, Tonka's Tap House. We saw Chris from 610. Uh, Robert from Zephyr Hills Brewery. They were set up. They had the Medieval Mash, which is a uh, hopless beer. If you've never had that, you have to go to Zephyr Hills. They will be brewing it again i think they only had a little bit left to share um for the event but um it was it was great there was donnie i think you said 1500 people bought tickets so i mean it was jam-packed there's people coming left right and center um we we were set up with brew as a matter of fact our good friends christian uh at brew we were set up with them we were spinning a wheel and giving out free growler fills 32 ounce growler fills um pint glasses free pints even and it was just a really neat experience now i will tell you got a little scary there for a little while because the rain started to coming in or to, to come in and there was lightning everywhere and it was nuts but that did not stop all of the thirsty people from getting their beers because they were thirsty, of course. Um, so I, I think that's pretty much about it. I mean, it, it was just really neat. And then, you know, th to see that the work and the effort that the Rotary Club has put in to put this event on again this year and to know that the amount of money that was raised is going to go to good deeds and in, in the in the bay area community and temple terrace community i think that that's even more of a reason to to be supportive of of the efforts of the uh, temple terrace brew fest so it was really neat to be a part of that to see it all just unfold in the four hour span was actually a really neat experience again this year so that's yeah that's awesome and it's it's crazy that for some reason the first one i miss is the one it rains so maybe i shouldn't miss any more of them but um <laughs> i'm glad to see it was it actually turned out pretty well if you had to rank it i mean you've been to the last three what what did you think was it um was it on the on the better side um, more, more people more beer more vibes i mean the weather throws an awful big wrench in it but what do you think well, I, more shade for sure. Cause That's true. <laughs> so that was nice. It wasn't hot out. I mean, after the, the rain kind of calmed down, it was a really neat organic experience. It seemed like, you know, at, because this was the Rotary Club's, what, third third year putting it on, um, they had more of a flow of things. So they everybody knew what their, what their role was. Everything was organized nicely. Um, and, and uh, you know, people that were there, they – I'm sure some knew some some had been there before, you know, it, it just seemed like a really neat environment. People kind of were like, hey, how's it going? Like, you know, and we, you know, very friendly. Um, I did actually want to plug these guys because I met they're a brand new brewery. They're going to be opening up in January. They're going to be uh, not too far from Escape Brewing and they're called the Liquid Garage Company. Um, the head brewer there, oh, I, I hope his name is, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Matthew or Michael, one of the two. He actually started the Pasco County Brewers Guild. He is opening this place. Um, they've got fantastic beer and actually uh, another one of our podcast friends that, that cover different events, the Love of Libations, they are co-owners of this brewery. So it was really nice to meet them uh, uh, once again, get some feedback. They actually said that it would be kind of cool to do some collaboration. Uh, of sorts as uh, the Liquid Garage opens in January. So we might be in talks with them about something. Not official, just throwing it out there. We had good conversation. And yeah, um, well, it's it's cool. I remember those guys. So what we what part of the work that we do for the, the Rotary Club is we we maintain the website and, and help them kind of negotiate, you know, when people are sponsor trying to be sponsors and trying to support the Rotary Club, whatever they do. So I remember the email coming through from them. So I've got their contact info. We should just reach back Beautiful. out and say, hey, this is this is us. We just wanted to introduce ourselves and say yeah we're all on board the thing is like with podcasts with breweries with with people in the space like we are all about making friends like we have no obligation to that i mean there's the more friends the merrier because it's just going to help us all kind of learn more and explore this stuff and and really just enjoy it it's a community right that's that's what really brought us into craft beer so i absolutely. embrace that stuff but yeah i absolutely know that's that's awesome i think that's a it's cool i'm glad you had yeah. a good time we did and again we made friends um and and just to see the work that the uh temple terrace rotary club put into pulling this event off again being part of that was really really cool really special and i got your shirt oh that's fantastic i do appreciate <laughs> that so nice. 
so this just moving forward, anybody else out there, this uh, usually happens in, in the month of May. We're usually mid-May, but it's the Temple Terrace Craft Beer Fest, and you can go to templeterracebrewfest.com. If you're local to Tampa, um, Pasco County, Hillsborough County, it's it's closer than you think it is. Check it out. It's really one of the, the best events, I think, that we can stand behind, and we do it because it's a, it's a fun thing to do for us, and it helps us to kind of give back and and uh, and work with the Rotary Club, who's a, who's a great great group of people. So um, that's all I have to say about that. Anything else, Ryan, that you want to share about the uh, the event? We'll see you next year. <laughs> Sounds Sweet, good. Sweet, solid pause. <laughs> um, I, no, I actually had one thing. Go ahead. So, Ryan, next year, uh, if there's a potential for rain, I imagine a lot of people have like 10 by 10 pop-up canopies and whatnot. Um, pretty sweet move would be to pop a 10 foot or 10 by 10 canopy right like literally in front of your your tent next year and then call it the rain relief center. And then that <laughs> way when the rain rolls in, everyone will crowd around that particular little pop-up tent and you'll have quite the captive audience. Just just throwing it out no, there. That's, that's like it. Yeah, it's a good point. And it, it it has been wishy-washy every year, but this year it was pretty it was pretty foreseeable that it was going to rain. So that was um that was crazy. And I know I was calling you Ryan and bothering you, but I wanted to, to kind of leave you alone so you guys could figure out what you had to do and get it done for the club and for you guys and for our friends at Bruce. So it sounds like it all went down pretty well. Pretty wet? Is that what you said? What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. If we're wrapping that up, I have one more piece of beer news, Ryan, and I don't know if you do as well, but um, we put a we put a or Mouseman if you do either, but we put a, a, a poll out on the Facebook group for which Pico pack I should pick up next, just to keep testing the system out. Besides the um, the lipstick on a zombie pig that I'm going to brew with the custom pack, I also did pick up the triple, so that should be a nine per, nine percenter Belgian beer, which should be pretty interesting to make. I've never made a high gravity like that before, so we'll see. Hmm. But I am all about it, and you know how much I like a good Belgian. So if it comes out with that banana bread um, yeasty kind of you know flavor to it i am gonna be over the moon with this thing but it was actually one of the cheaper kits and it was actually you know something that i think will be a lot of fun so i'm really still enjoying this pico c and um you know we we did that was what our announcement was in, in the episode 6.5 67.5 was talking about the new pico u that does so many more things so again we still grandstand those and if, if anybody needs a promo code or something on that just reach out to us join the group keep up the conversation as i continue to learn this system i will share it with everybody and i just i'm loving it so far now are they are they sending you any uh monks sugar with that as well or no Belgian yeast and well they said it was monk sugar but I don't I I haven't used the sugar yet because I forced carved one and I did carbonation tabs to or drops to bottles so um, I haven't really used the included sugar packet yet but maybe I will in this one I'm not sure well no the only reason I ask to get a nine nine ten eleven percent triple you definitely want to add in some some monk sugar so I'm just wondering you know where where they're coming in to, to get that 9% at, you know, it's, it's just a different ball game when you brew a, a Belgium. Like even when I brew mine, I throw in table sugar because unfortunately, and this is not a knock at better brew, they don't carry monks, uh, you know, candied sugar, but uh, Northern or Southern brewing does Southern brewing, wine, brewing and winemaking does. So that's why I was asking if, the, if that was part of the kit or, or not, because that'll help get it to 9%. If, if that makes sense. So. No, it makes, makes total sense to me. And, and we'll see, I guess, when I get the kit, kind of what yeah. comes out of there. I'm just, I'm excited to see kind of what that will look like. So, um, so yeah, very stoked about it. But, but again, you know, I, I love a good triple, especially the, uh, the, you know, the Belgian triples. Uh, I'm just, I'm seething for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to get after it. So sweet. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, quick question. Uh, at any point, can we paint your Pico brew, uh, all yellow with like light brown stripes every once in a while. What to get sort of a a, a Pikachu oh, feel on it? Jesus, I mean, I'm uh, just saying. Like, only it, if you, you know you need red rosy cheeks too to pull that off. You know, well, that. you could just put one on each side. I think it'd be great, dude. Like, what happens if your Pico brew is a Pico Chew? A Pico brew chew. All right, the way you said it's weird, but the yeah. thing I said was cool. And we are moving on. A Pico <laughs> right. you? Uh, get All out of here. Right. 
So the next segment that we have in our great podcast is the Geek News and Craft Brews. Well, wait, sorry. The next segment we have is the Geek News section. You drink it on in, send it back, whatever you want to do. It's fine. Primarily just drink it in because we've got a lot of it here. We're going to have to do this in a rapid fire kind of quick hits section. Uh, we have a ton to go through. In fact, I even trimmed some of the fat just because we didn't have a lot of details. So we saved that. And when those emerge, we'll bring it back. But there was quite a lot of things that just happened from one week ago when we did episode 6.7 episode 67.5 to now when we're doing our full-fledged episode 68 but man ryan you and i saw deadpool 2 solo comes out tomorrow we had our winners uh from the infinity war death pool that we're going to announce right now battlefront v5 however you say it it's the same yeah okay no man's sky had an, had announced their new update and there's some serious details that i'm going to get into galaxy's edge at disney world actually has a release date officially on the calendar star wars celebration was announced where it will be and when in in 2019 and a new trademark hit the uh, interwebs and we are going to talk about all of these things so boys buckle up i don't i'm on a sofa Okay, well, I, 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 it's just something you I'm say. I'm strapped already, sir. <laughs> All right. Ow. Ryan's, Ryan's just in his regular chair with his helmet. Yeah, he's fine. in a computer chair. Do you right. want me to get my motorcycle helmet? I will. No, I know. Your bicycle helmet, you mean? <laughs> it's a motorbike helmet. <laughs> All it's right. It's the safest way to travel when you're riding against traffic. That's true. Uh, protect your or- head because traffic here is awful. Yeah. If I die, at least I'll die with a pretty face. That's true. Open casket. Uh, we're moving on. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is wrong with That's us? morbid. Oh, sorry. Well, it's a speaking, of, night. <laughs> speaking of morbid, the Infinity War Deathpool, we have our winner. Um, it took a lot of deliberating. There was a lot of maths to be done, but we did get some high scores. You guys want highest scores in the winner first or the lowest score first? I'm going to go would, with me for the lowest. I would like a spoiler alert. No spoilers. No, no, no. Okay. Well, no, sp- we're not going to get, I'm not going to tell anybody who, what the answers were. Me and Ryan already ah, covered okay. that in our spoiler review. So there are no answers. There are no spoilers here. It is spoiler free. All I have are numbers and as well say names, but that would be spoiler numbers and facts. My man, first okay. off, Mr. Ryan, a broodway eight one three with a whopping total of zero. Ryan got yeah. zero. Correct. Again, <laughs> I'm not going through the list on how or why we can divulge that at a later time. And these these all these facts will be posted. So if you are in fact the winner, please make sure if you're listening that you and you participated that you go to our Facebook group, Craft Brews and Geek News, of course, on Facebook and uh, and follow along. We are going to announce these and there is one by a commanding winner we will get to here in a second. Um, the last well, second to last was Chet, Mr. Chet A. Fulton. Uh, he got a whopping score of 10. Dano, very own R. Dane.0, got a score of 15 on a five. So there's five questions, remember? He got a 15, a score of 15. Uh, Brian F., who also contributed to the contest, I believe a couple days right before the movie actually was, or before the end date there, got a whopping 20 points. Mr. Lausman comes in after that with a whopping 20 points. Good for you, sir. I only beat you by five. I had a 25-point um, you know, uh, total score. And the big winner, winner, chicken dinner of this death pool for the marvel avengers infinity war drum roll please <laughs> i just want to see if you guys are di- gonna do it that's all I can mr. Try it again. <laughs> mr frank c with a whopping 50 points double my score 50 times ryan's score um i can keep going but, but i won't Actually, no that's still zero <laughs> whatever makes you feel better at donnie whatever that's makes true. you feel now it, it's first time your score is still zero ryan just that's why the top score is 50 and i said i had to do all the math so please that means um, there's a lot of room for improvement that's true so good job mr frank c if you're we're going to test this i'm not posting these until next week so please if you listen to the podcast when it comes out it's regular scheduled programming reach out to us please do so in the facebook group let us know that you are indeed frank c and you would like to claim your prize which is a pat on the back no i don't i don't know we'll, we'll i think we've seen frank before so we'll just have to uh, buy him a beer next time we see him or something but that was pretty interesting that he actually nailed it on a couple of different categories he picked who was in and out how and who might come back and he picked them sequentially which is pretty impressive so good for him um good big winner frank c uh that was our uh, infinity war death pool everybody round of applause good job there you go all right so we're moving on, moving on to movie news before we get into <laughs> video game stuff and then real life stuff. That's that's how this is going to go down tonight. Um, the first piece of movie news, and again, spoiler free, Ryan, we're going to get our five, 10 minutes here in the spotlight to talk about Deadpool 2. 
Um, I don't think, Lausman, you've got a chance to see that movie yet. Uh, I know that our good friend, Mr. Chet, was very excited to see it. In fact, he was uh, just featured out of his sneakers to see this this movie because he loves Deadpool 2. And let me tell you, I sat next to a very broad-shouldered man named Mr. Broodboy813 who thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Uh, Ryan, you want to give us some quick takes, my friend? First off, nothing against the theater, but those chairs were tightly fit together. Just throwing you're, that out you're there. You're still a very broad oh, man, but continue. Yeah. Old broad shoulders himself has that yeah. to say. Interesting. <laughs> um, so, so you want my take on the on the movie? No spoilers. Is that what you're asking? No spoilers. Just give a general take. Um, <sighs> you know, how, how do you think it really went? I can lead off if you want me to. To set no, that, no, set no, no, okay. not at all. So, uh, last night, I, I'm going to start with this. Last night, I took Madison to see Infinity Wars, and it was as I said to you, Donnie, fast paced, just. At all action, no backstory. Epic. So epic. epic. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see it again, to be honest with you. I'm actually, I don't buy movies often. I'm going to buy that one for, for Blu-ray. Like that is going in the collection. But um, watching Deadpool, it started off slow because we were still on the hype, I felt, of Infinity Wars, where, you know, it didn't have much backstory to tell, whereas this one had to develop the new story. So I felt, though it was Deadpool, I, I didn't feel the fast-paced Deadpool like I did in in, in uh, Deadpool 1 until some things happen and then you kind of get maybe three or like a quarter to a half, you know, maybe a third of the way in. Then it felt like Deadpool when people are jumping out of planes. That, that was my sort of first reaction. Yeah. Um, no, that's, and that's a very valid reaction. The, the comparison you make is like watching Rogue One to get prepared for The Last Jedi. It's just yeah. not the same movie, right? Rogue One was just nonstop action. It was hardly a Star Wars movie, really, besides the set pieces. <clears throat> but it was full action, right? It was a full on war movie. Then you watch The Last Jedi, where it, it's very much a Star Wars story that carries on this, the Star Wars saga and whatnot. But um, it, it just doesn't have the same pace, didn't have the same action, the same set pieces. So um, I, I think that comparison is, is kind of equivalent to what you're talking about but i didn't i thought the action the drama the funny quips and stuff were all there throughout the entire movie the only thing i didn't like is is i think i mentioned to you as we left i loved the first deadpool because we got the origin story got to see where he was we got that amazing highway scene which i still think is unrivaled by most or any action scene out there and then you you got um you know kind of his his rap story and, and just kind of him working through some issues he had some issues here and some dramatic things happen. I, I loved Cable, which again, that's in the trailer. And, and I loved, you know, the plane scene and some of that stuff was really just outstanding. There were some things that took me out of the movie. Some of the jokes that just wouldn't stop. And I get it to your point, Ryan, you mentioned it after the movie that that is who Deadpool is. And that was the comic book. And that's the character that we've came to love. But some of it just took me out of the story. because I was like, just stop it already. And that happened. <laughs> Two maybe three times to me, and so anybody that you know watches it, it doesn't ruin anything. But you might you might feel that same reaction where you're like, okay, let's move it along, let's move it along. But otherwise, um, it delivered on what I expected Deadpool to do. It was more jokey, more funny than I thought it would be, um, and there were definitely some stand up stand up parts of it. But I really liked it. I thought it was a great sequel. And Cable again, I really was impressed by um, Josh Brolin in, in the Cable character because I think that was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing was fun. There's there's a couple new characters in there that are really great. Uh, there's a couple female characters that really stand out that are fantastic um some new roles in there that are just awesome and, and they got a bunch of a bunch of throwbacks a bunch of uh easter eggs from other comic books and star wars even and a whole bunch of crap so great movie i really enjoyed it if you haven't seen deadpool 2 don't take a kids a lot of gore a lot more gore a whole lot more gore but similar stories similar similar flow to the first one if you like the first one you'll love this one that's all i have to say I, well i oh sorry no you're good Go I was it. just going to say, without saying any more, that's about as much as one can say without throwing out spoilers, sure. to be honest with you. So yeah. we'll just keep it kind of PG-13 here, if you will, <laughs> if you can. Yeah. About Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make the listeners, you know, tune in. That's all. What were we going to say, Lausman? Uh, so I have not seen the movie yet, uh, but... What I have done is uh, stop by my my local 7-Eleven, which I don't know if anyone has done that since the drop of this movie, but there has been a major marketing campaign at all 7-Elevens. Obviously, some of them are going to take it and run with it a little bit more than others, but my local 7-Eleven has literally done everything, I'm sure, that uh, their marketing team requested. And they've done things that, I mean, I, again, have not seen the movie. They've done things that 
have blown my mind. They even did all the gas pumps where they had font that said, Hey, you know, uh, fill up and, you know, join our perks and save 10% or whatever. Like, and it's all crossed out by Deadpool. And it just says, you've got gas. <laughs> That's it. And it says sign DP and <laughs> the picture of Deadpool. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And then I go inside and they literally, they had, um, their, uh, the, the, uh, what is it? The sour patch kids. Um, they had a whole display, a cardboard cutout where it was Sour Patch Kids, but it was all, again, it was fake crossed out and it was tiny hand uh, Sour Patches. Where it was just <laughs> like Deadpool, tiny, hand, like, you know, he's got the yes, little tiny hand. <laughs> it was tiny hand Sour Patches. And I was like, Ooh. like, if you didn't look like three times, you'd miss it. Like, and that was everywhere. It was, it was over the water. It was over the ice. It was over all the beer selection. Like it was just everywhere. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Well, and that's really are doing that. Right. Well, that's, and that's why it's so great because they do take some huge swings with Deadpool and they just make it so in your face. The marketing is always amazing. I, I mean, I took a point to not just like solo. I did not watch any of the trailers. I mean, I watched a bit of them, but once it got closer and closer, I didn't see the David Beckham apology, you know, thing that's on there. And, and I, I didn't watch a lot of them because I was, I was worried I was going to mess it up. Uh, or, or ruin something, but um, but no, they do it. They do a hell of a job marketing. They did it with the first one too. It was fantastic, and and that's something they're really good at. And they can't do it with any other Marvel or X Men character, but they certainly can with Deadpool, and they do. Um, so it's a lot of fun. But that's why he's so. That's why that mo- those movies are always so fun. Yep, that's all I wanted to say. Is that the Seven Eleven? I mean, honestly, you did it right. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what sort of marketing guru you had, but uh, you have done that correctly. Is yeah, that man. Oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven kind of moment there. I mean, more like I've got gas from the oh. DP. <laughs> See, it killed it again. Well, <laughs> speaking of gas, I don't know. So we're moving on to the video game section here next because, Laos Man, you brought something special to our attention here. Mr. Battlefront V, can you elaborate a little bit on, on what you know? I saw a trailer and I have some opinions that you sent me. Not Ryan, of course, because, you know, but, that guy. What do I know? It wasn't Dragon Ball related. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> but I, I, I do. Um, have, I do have some thoughts. So please tell us what is this Battlefront V five thing? How did this come about? What was that sneaky scratchy room you were telling me about in the game? So so yeah. So uh, full disclosure. Uh, spoilers inbound in the next two minutes. But um, I'll I'll keep it brief on everything. Um, so anybody who's a fan of the Battlefield series, I mean, you you basically pick. I mean, as a gamer. If you are a gamer, you have picked at some point, you're either Call of Duty, God, or you are Battlefield. That's just how it sort of rolls with first-person shooters. I mean, obviously, you've got your CSGO, you've got, you know, Fortnite, you've got your um, uh, PUBG. Those those are all kind of new to the game, but if you're talking about your backbone here, you're talking about where you come from, you're either Battlefield or you're Call of Duty. Uh, Battlefield. They have released, as of today, the... Well, yeah, they have released, as of today, um, all the information that everyone wanted to know. So first off, it was, when is this going to be? When is the next Battlefield going to be? Keeping in mind that since they started, um, they started out in World War II, they've moved on, they pretty much have been stalling somewhere right around modern combat um, nowadays, how battles would kind of go out, uh, same-day weapons, you know, current year uh, technology, all that jazz. Uh, everyone wanted to know, okay, where is Battlefield 5 going to go? Battlefield V, if you will. Uh, it has been dropped. Again, this is the spoiler here. It has been dropped as of today, 100% confirmed, World War II setting. Uh, and it's actually going to be uh, a lot more in-depth than any other Battlefield game has ever been. So they they released a trailer. They released they did a whole you know hour two hour long debut of all the jazz that this is going to be about. But uh, the main points that I've settled on is it's going to play different. It's going to be a different kind of battlefield. It's going to try and elevate itself. It's not going to so much be the same kind of arcade-style shooter that it has been for the past several years. It's really taking some steps in a new direction that games may or may not be ready for. So it's got some weird things, some influences from things like Fortnite, some influences from things like PUBG. Um, There's a a small amount of building, which people might freak out at, and... uh, 
you know, lose some sleep over. But end of story. Yeah. You know, well, before I go into that, um, anybody? Ba- the, the battle royale. The, you, it's re- it's funny that yep. you mentioned PUBG and, and Fortnite, but I didn't realize there was a building aspect of it. In that trailer, I don't think I necessarily saw that, but I could have missed it. No, it does not show it in the trailer. So um, in Battlefield 1, so again, going kind of over the history of Battlefield, it went in the natural progression. Battlefield, just Battlefield, then Battlefield, uh, well, going It didn't go to natural progression at all. It kind of went forward, then backwards, then Iraq, then back to World War I. sort of jumped all over the place. But originally, Battlefield started as a World War II-style shooter. Um, that was what it started as years and years and years ago. It sort of jumped around. Um, it had a couple releases that were, you know, current day shooters. It had a couple releases that went back in time. It had a couple releases that were, um, you know, sort of current day with DLC that jumped back to Vietnam. I mean, it was all over the place. Um, but they have not been officially back to uh, World War II in a long time. So several years. So this is going to be good. Um, this is going to be good for the series, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the the the, the battle the, the battle royale feature was a direct pull, but it's good that they're going back to their their roots where they're intended to go was was you know World War Two, and I think that's very exciting. Yep they they have been hinting at um, having some sort of buildable functionality. Uh, back in Battlefield Four, you could rebuild bridges. It was weird. Like they kind of uh, just reassembled out of nowhere, like ghosts. You could yeah. actually take a welding torch and just weld a bridge and all the pieces would come out of the water and it would just sort of come back and build yeah. itself back up. I mean, it was fantastic, but it was weird. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, is, it is cool. And that trailer that you showed me looked like the seventh circle of hell or whatever. It was it was really terrible because it's terrifying. And there was tanks just rolling through shit and some lady had a metal arm. How was that in World War Two? I don't remember that at all. So- that's actually the only beef I have with the trailer and everything that I've seen so far. The only beef I have is not one single person from the release trailer looks like they should be in World War II. All Absolutely every not. single one of them looks like they should be in Mad Max. I mean, and none he, of them they belong yeah. there. Well, and even the airplane pilot was like, oh, hey, buddy, good to see you again. I was like, no, you guys are in the middle of a war. The cool thing is that trailer for the first time in, in what I imagine or what I recall of battle, Battlefield's history is the um, the trailer literally looked like what playing the actual game looks like where you're running around something falls on a yeah. dude and just de- demol- you know just demolishes it a plane comes in from nowhere the guy just jumps out and starts running around shooting people you're oh. trying to reload your gun you get hacked down you're sliding down a hill like that stuff i was like this looks like how you're playing the game and it was the i guess it was a slash gameplay trailer but it really looked pretty good i mean it looked i, I imagine that's your first level or whatever like it looked very yeah. intense so so one of the big things that i'm getting from everything that i've seen so far and i won't go into too much detail you know obviously this is a battlefield podcast here but um one of the big things that they're trying to do with this game this go around is they're trying to say look everything every other video game that's ever come out has been very weird and very video game e on certain aspects like somebody throws a health pack you stand over that health pack all of a sudden you're magically getting healed you're not like actively like putting bandages around wounds, right? Which is magically getting healed. Yeah. yeah, no one's ever done that before because it just wasn't a possibility. Like you couldn't do that um, in Castlevania or something like that. So this sort of game is meant to, as from everything I've seen, it's meant to break that. So well, you stand over some 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 a med pack. You literally, your guy has to look down grab that med pack, utilize its functionality. It takes several seconds. You're not in the fight. You're you're out of the fight. You're standing there. You're a liability at that point. You're just standing there. You're trying to get yourself healed up as opposed to an auto heal, which every other battlefield, you, you get shot up a little bit. I'll just hide a little bit and I'll be all right. That's the scary part. It's gonna but be it was... It was funny because the guy in the trailer, he was like, hey, I need a health pack. He goes, oh, sorry. He just threw it yep. over his shoulder and kept shooting. I'm like, oh, my God. That man certainly bled out. Like, I mean, in the trailer, he yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, he gone. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. good. So so I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure that you will you and your boys are looking forward to it. Is there a, is there a release date for it yet or no? Um, so it's going to be this year. Um, but there's just so many things I think they have to work out. I mean, the, the building aspect still going back to that, you're going to be able to build your own foxholes. You're going to be able to repair buildings that are in disarray. I mean, 
I'm in building maintenance as a as a career. This is groundbreaking. Literally. Don't you don't you want to leave work at work though? Like, ah, oh, great. Now I got to dig a hole and build a building. Not my nope. fun time here. No, can't okay. wait to change out those filters on that air conditioner. <laughs> Convert everything to LED. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. It's beautiful. Look real <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. I have a bit of video game news. And Ryan, if you have anything, um, once I get through this, uh, um, you know, please chime in. But I just have to announce again, because we, we I mentioned I teased it there in the video game section coming up that we have uh, we have got an actual release date for the new No Man's Sky update. And if you guys have not been listening to the podcast, I think starting episode 64, 65, something like that, we started talking through my new obsession with No Man's Sky. And, and it is a two year old game that is constantly being revised. And as of literally this maybe late last week uh, we have a release date of july 24th not only for the next seriously then it's called next update for no man's sky but it's also being released in the xbox one so this is both being or these are both being timed together at the same time and it's bringing back things like multiplayer which was kind of promised in the beginning but never fully delivered on building colonies ship upgrades uh space battles dog fights like true space exploration with four or five of your buddies. The Xbox uh, art was kind of leaked and it said two to uh, I think eight players or something like that. So it should be a pretty nice team. They may throw 50 or so on a server like that, like they do in several other games. But man, the ability to turn this from a space sim into a true like space exploration game has just been like rip the knob is off because if this comes through, like they're saying it will, um, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the creator of the game, Sean Murray, actually described this uh, this update as the culmination of the potential that everyone's always wanted to see in No Man's Sky, which says a lot. Because if you're familiar with No Man's Sky, they got a lot of bad rap for saying all these things were going to be in the game and then slowly trickling them out over the last two years. The fact that this game has support like it does now, being two years old, over two years old, um, is fantastic. And if this update really does deliver on that... I'm buying you guys all No Man's Sky copies, which I think are like 14 bucks now, so we can just game on because this game is intense and it is awesome. Yay! I absolutely love it. It's uh, it's fantastic, and I've been just building up my bank, buying freighters, buying starships, and, and just positioning myself for a good transition. However, this update plays out, but I'm telling you, this this is going to be a lot of fun. So um, I'm working with some other guys in in the part of No Man's Sky that I really do enjoy the most is the community. And there's a couple of Reddit chains that have it. There's actually a subsection of space in this game that has its own community with its own president, its own treasurer and, and security officers and all sorts of stuff. They've built a community within this game that doesn't even have a tangible multiplayer. And now we may be getting third person views and, and four or five people on a team. So it's going to be really awesome. And I just can't wait to see where it goes. And everybody out there, Mr. Uh, Jordan, everybody I've been talking to on Reddit uh, for the uh, the No Man's Sky, you know, prediction speculations. Um, just can't wait. So that's all I have to say to that. You won't see me after July 24th for a few days because I'll be banging it out on the No Man's Sky uh, new Jeez. update. Nice. <laughs> what the hell? All right. So, Ryan, would you... Over. Would you ever get interested in a, in a space sim like that? It takes a lot of time. It, it, it is a huge time suck, man. But it is it is a lot of fun. I would love to get lost in something. To be honest with you, I just don't have the time. I I don't know. Uh, like it's it's really hard to carve out the time that you need to to do this. But um, yeah. Over the last, over the last and, few and when I well when you did when you when you brought it over the night we brewed, uh, I I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it was just like an open world sort of gaming concept and i i loved it i wish we had more time to play obviously i took too much time showing you the dragon ball z fighter game but hey we all I like the it was... ball. It's fun <laughs> no <laughs> i thought i thought it was really cool i mean if i had more time to play it or even if i had more time to play it then then i would you know yeah so no all good um lausman i know I, I promised you that i was going to get you a copy so maybe we'll see that come through and we can actually play online Hey now, all right, free game. <laughs> hey now, man. <laughs> yeah, hey now. Last bucks work perfectly. No, uh, last bucks are actually uh, a credible credit. So, okay, I hear they're pulling stronger than Bitcoin right now. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> speaking of credits on a galactic scale, scale. Damn it. Speaking of credits on a galactic scale, we're gonna get into some Star Wars news, of course. Woo! Yeah. I I actually moved this moved these sections around so they made more sense together. We're gonna have to blitz through these again, but I just want to touch on our, uh, again our famous reoccurring theme. Anytime there is a new Star Wars movie coming out. Oh, by the way, tomorrow tomorrow it's coming out. Um, I want to hit on some Tashi Station speculation. Nailed it first time, Lyles. Ah. 
for the solo movie uh, Star Wars story coming out tomorrow. Who was excited? Are you guys just first off quick poll? Are you guys more excited now knowing that it comes out tomorrow or less excited than when they announced it? More. 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 Me too. I mean, way more because I was not excited. Uh, this was the Star Wars movie that I didn't think we needed and I still don't think we need it. We but totally if we do. Okay, well, let's. I want to hear your opinion. My opinion of this is that I think this is going to be a fun western, like Rogue One, or excuse me, yeah, like Rogue One was a war movie. I think this is going to be uh, solo a a western movie. I think it's going to be gunslingers and standoffs and some intros and some unnecessary backstories. But I do think it's going to turn out to be a pretty decent movie. Lastman, obviously, you have a a differing opinion on this. Uh, actually, no. Mine is quite aligned with yours. I mean, this is going to be a fantastic story. It's it's going to be a lot of backstory, like you said. Um, in my opinion, and it's also going to have just a whole lot of like neat little things that hey, you know, that that that's sort of what made him him, and so it's just going to be great, like in my opinion. But uh, you I wanted this. Not... You wanted the story. Oh yeah, no, I'm super excited about this. Like, this is more exciting. You know, I'll leave my personal opinion aside, but I'm more excited about this than I am about Last Jedi. So, uh, <laughs> it it should be great. I mean, I don't I don't care if he just sits there and answers email questions back. Like, do that. That'd be great. I mean, I don't know. I want to see it. It's gonna be fun. Uh, do you think there's gonna be a lowbot appearance? Can I get your vote right now? Oof. Uh, you know what? I hope he bumps into him. Kind of like he did with like pig nose, <laughs> like in uh, Family Guy, where he's like, oh, "Hey, woo!" And the guy's like, "Whoa, you messed up my my jams!" And he's like, "Ah, well, don't worry about it. You'll be it's all right." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "All right, well, fine." And he puts his jams on, and then Lobot just dances off screen. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> so there's Louse's vote. He thinks he thinks Robot Lobot will be in screen. I don't think oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm gonna get a Boba Fett. Ryan, thoughts on on Lobot oh. or on the movie? Solo, oh Tashi Station oh. speculation. Solo speculation. <laughs> That's on Lobot, actually. I want to hear those first. <laughs> no, I don't have any. <laughs> got nothing. I got wow. nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. in a two-piece suit. I, would, so. <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun, action-packed video or movie. It's. Still going to be hard coming off Infinity Wars and Deadpool 2, but that's that's kind of my thought process there. So to, to me, those are three totally different movies. Deadpool played out very differently than than Infinity War, and I think Solo will also have a different vibe to it. Uh, of course, well, of two, course, but, being Star Wars yeah. too, but that's yeah. I'm I'm going to be coming off the it's it's like going on the the highway at 90 and then pulling off the off ramp and going 35. It's just tough to. To, to do that so quickly and this movie season is just absolutely incredible i know we're just talking about solo because it comes out tomorrow but man the entire movie season right now all the way through summer you have jurassic park coming up i don't know how i'm going to keep up to be honest with you where are you driving that you go from 90 to 35 i go 80 i go 80 <laughs> you go 80 through the 35 or you no, just save on, on, no it's like it, it's like going 80 on the highway and then you you pull off the off ramp and you're going 45 it's like I feel like it should be going faster, you know? You, and you say that while you're doing 80. Well, no. At that point, you have to go like 45 or 30. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down there, Speed Demon. It's all good. Um, I, I do think, uh, Ryan, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to work a, a 12 uh, parsec joke in there, but we've already hit ah. it. Once. I, I should have I just not said anything at all. Just, yeah, lost it. Mm-hmm. Rats. Rats. Anyways. Hey, when that happens. I'm excited to see Chewie's family. Maybe a female Chewie. You know, that'd be fun. I'm excited to see some Lando stuff. I hope they don't do it too much and definitely don't make a Lando spinoff. I don't think we need that at all. Um, Excuse you? Yeah, there's some rumors coming up. Oh, you want that? Jeez, come on, boss. How are we so different on this? Well, everything we know about Lando is true. He said it himself. Yeah, in that little clip, while a robot was randomly pouring him a drink, he didn't even watch happen. (laughs) I I do wish I had one of those robots. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be sweet. I tried to do that with my Roomba, but it didn't work out well. Just spits out <laughs> dust in your face. Well, it just breaks when you pour liquid down it. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, sp- speaking of, jeez, <laughs> oh, I can't even. There's no, there's no segue. We had so many points of segue that I could have, but anyways, staying in the Star Wars vein, we did get an opening for Galaxy's Edge. Moving on to the uh, the Disney World stuff here, fall of 2019 uh, here in Orlando, Florida. I think it was spring of 19. 
if not before, over in um, in Anaheim. So that's very exciting, and I cannot wait. I'm looking at leaked pictures that come out almost weekly or daily, um, again, of the park there as it, as it progresses on. We, we, we did that nice segment about the ride, the new ride that's coming out, the new Millennium Falcon pods that will be there. So that is freaking exciting. I'm very stoked about it. Um, there is a new little trailer that came out. It'll be linked very short. There's not a ton of information in it, but it is pretty nice to get hyped up. Shows you what it's going to look like and has a little nice flyby from the TIE Fighters. So um, that is all I have in terms of the Disney World Park news. There is one thing left uh, in the Star Wars vein here, which was the announcement of Star Wars Celebration Chicago. So when I went, it was Star Wars Celebration Orlando. So SWCO. So now it's SWCC. I don't I don't know how that's going to work out. Exactly. Something like that. But it's April 2019 taking place in Chicago, about four doors down from our good buddy Chet's domicile. So hopefully he'll get us in there and uh, we can have a, a lot of fun with that. We'll see. I don't know. It's a long way to make it. That trip almost killed me and it was only 60 miles away in Orlando. Uh, when it was here, it was the time of my life. I did get to meet Mark Hamill and Daisy Ridley and, and John Boyega, a whole bunch of, of great characters from the saga. But uh, Warwick Davis as well, great guy. Uh, but yeah, it nearly killed me. So uh, I, I don't know how many more lines you can stand in for 19 plus hours or, uh, you know, it was just, it was life-threatening. But, but very good, very good stuff. Boys, we had one more news section. One more. Ryan, this might harken back to your let's see, a year ago, maybe two years ago, when we were searching for a certain <laughs> super small system that was re-released from the good folks, the crazy assholes at Nintendo, there has officially been a trademark in Japan that would suggest that Nintendo 64 Classic is coming, and here <laughs> we go again. Wow. Good God, speaking of things that almost killed me, acquiring not just one, but two SNES Classics, one for me, one for a Broadway 813, literally was almost the death of me, not only financially, but in terms of time, stress, and uh, my current job at the time. So I don't know if I can handle this again. And my 64 works just fine. I don't know about you guys, but I've got like three of them just sitting mine's in the bin. Yeah, mine's mm -hmm. good. If you want to play those games, guess what? They're like two bucks at like GameStop. So like, just go get them. <laughs> you got to blow on them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I just again, I don't Nintendo. I don't know if I'm up for this. Ryan, are you gonna are you gonna be panicked again for this one? Are you, <laughs> are you not ready for the third installment? Of no, the <laughs> no, I'm not. Meanwhile, <laughs> like a like a month long tangent, we were like dueling Zelda uh, Link to the Past, and then and then it just slipped off the radar because we had other things and got PS4. So I don't I don't know, man. Like we we did we did we got PS4s, and then I haven't touched Super Neither have I. Classic. Neither have oh, I since Christmas. I, Neither that I. It's almost June and I haven't touched it. I got to turn it on at least to make sure it's still working. You got to touch your SNES just to see if you're alive, man. <laughs> Jesus. Just to see, just to see if it still works. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you got to um, touch your SNES. <laughs> All right, it's pretty good. I've Chelsea, never heard that before. I think you're whooping, my friend. I think you've got some. No, that's great. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you straight up whooped it, man. You can take you can take it a step further. You got a house full of women over there. Oh boy, <laughs> nope. And we're done. <laughs> I'm gonna call that one I'm, right there. I gotta mute myself real quick whilst I start laughing. <laughs> Don't start snorting again. Don't worry, Ryan. On that note, we are wrapping things up here for episode 68 of the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. We do appreciate all of you fun listeners out there. And please, one ask, no PayPal link, no Amazon link. Just please pick up the device that you've got in your hand right now. Jesus Christ. Not Ryan Sness. Yeah, not <laughs> Ryan Sness. Ryan Sness. <laughs> but pick up your cell phone device or whatever it is that you listen to this podcast on, and leave us a review. If it's on SoundCloud, if it's on uh, Google Play, if it's on iTunes specifically, that would be super helpful. If you're hearing this on, on, on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, or just a comment. Give us something. We really are in that struggle now that where we need some reviews. We need to start proving that people are enjoying this, and the only way we can do so is by review. So please ask your friends that listen. Ask yourself that listens. Are we not deserved of one review one measly review from you one review can keep shoes on a child for at least a week <laughs> <laughs> if they wear review shoes or socks i don't know boots maybe mouse 
I how does that even work? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't science. Know. It just works. All right. Yeah. Just it just works. So just even works. if you're driving, pick up your phone. No, no, not if you're. Us. No. So, don't touch your phone <laughs> or your SNES if you're driving. When you get home, <laughs> just review <laughs> us all over. <laughs> yep. Just spiraling. Just don't make it a review about your SNES. That's all. Just make it a review about the podcast, please. Are you we on are- Yelp? You ruined this plug. You just ruined this plug. Everything's all right. If this... you're listening to this honestness, take your <laughs> cell phone. Not possible. All right. Put it in a honestly, really. So once again, just just leave us a review. We appreciate you guys, and we will end this show. If you want to reach out to any of us, my name is Donnie. You can find me at Brewmasters Club on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram under at Brewmasters Club. That will be changing soon to Crap Brews and Geek News as we fully dive into this. Um, but please do join our Facebook group, Crap Brews and Geek News. Mr. Lossman, where can the good kids find you? You can find me at Mr. Lossman on Donner, on Blitzen, on... <laughs> I, I feel like I needed to get that in there on your plug, but I'm just going to do it on mine. So yeah, that's good. But at Mr. Lastman. Okay, they'll find you on the channels and a Broodboy813, where can the good kids find you? Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter at Broodboy813, and you can also hit us up on the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page. I appreciate Mr. you signing that. <laughs> Mr. Lastman, it's coming to you. What do we say at the end of every uh, podcast? Oh, boy. If it ain't full, it's empty. That's Touch it. your right. snest the right way, man. God, jeez. Oh, well, right. no, no. Should have had it this week. That's not oh, even yeah. on me. Ryan, you can give us a hot take. Go ahead, Ryan, as we end every podcast. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> Keep the giggle in. My though. my inner Deadpool says, Touch your snest the right way. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you, as always. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. Cheers.